Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Plus 6.3 HP podcast review edition. I am one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside of me is my bestest best friend in the entire world, Chubox. Hello, I'm Chubox. You can call me Daddy. We call him Chubox. And if this is your first time watching us, welcome. We thank you for your view, and we hope that you come back again and bring more friends. Uh, uh, plus six three plus six three HP is our stable of shows that includes one a reviews show where we review a couple of cool shows and movies in depth, so we can provide you with insight whether you should watch it, when you should watch it, and who you should watch it with. We also have our D and D show where we record our very very first D and D playthrough, uh, and lastly we also have our react show where we react to cool new. Clips, featurettes, uh, trailers, uh, snippets of different shows, uh, and to gauge which ones we should be hyped about, or which ones we should uh, uh, keep close tabs on uh, once the full show or full movie game or whatnot comes about. This is our review show, and this week we have a couple of amazing uh, uh, content to discuss in depth. Firstly, we have Yellow Jackets, uh, episodes four to seven. And then as our main topic, we are going to review and react to uh, The Kingsman, who recently dropped on streaming services, Hulu and HBO Max, last week. Uh, If you want to join our discussion next week, we will finish off uh, Yellow Jackets, so episodes uh, eight to ten. We'll be discussing that. Um, I... I'm lucky enough uh, to be living in a place where I can watch the Batman I in the cinema. So you. I will, yeah. So, I yeah. Oh, and you. I'm watching it in a Nighthawk where I can have beer and food uh, with my friends. It's almost a three hour movie. So I figured that would be a, a cool time to just drink a lot of beer, uh, eat a lot of food, and enjoy Matt Reeves' Batman. So I'm going to give my very quick, no spoilery review about that. Uh, and our movie of the week next week is King Richard. So please join us next week uh, with these shows. Uh, and then hopefully you can bring uh, more friends and family into this little community of like-minded individuals that likes to enjoy and share good content with everyone as well. Housekeeping done. Um, we're just going to go right into it. Uh, our, 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 our A block will be discussing the middle episodes of uh, the Yellow Jackets season one. Uh, And just a reminder, uh, we like rating uh, the shows and movies that we watch. So it will guide you whether it's for you or not. So our simple rating rubric is anything above five is good. Anything below five is bad. So if it's uh, um, 10, it's a masterpiece, nine, it's excellent. You really have to, you know, you know, make time to watch it. Eight is great. So watch it if you can. And then five to seven is various levels of good. And then, of course, when it's bad, two to four, various levels of bad. And then if it's a one, it is pitiful. So either don't watch it, don't touch it with a 10-foot pole, or watch it ironically, or send it to friends that you don't like. Um, so before I do the synopsis of... Uh, episodes four to seven of uh, the Yellow Jackets. Trebox, you're the one who uh, suggested this series. How are you liking the series so far? Seven episodes in, 
how are you, uh, what, what do you think about the pacing? What do you think about the story? And uh, what type of shows are you closely comparing it to at this point, knowing that we still have mm-hmm. the last bits, the, the, the denouement, as, as they say, of, of the series coming up? I'm liking, I'm liking a lot of it, but I'm, there's also some that's disappointing for me in a bit. Like, I like, uh, I like the dynamic of the past and the, and the present. I like uh, most of the acting. The gir- the the women, the girls and the women are amazing. Uh, some of the stuff like Misty is so so cool. <laughs> She's just fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I I even had a discussion with the RJ about it. Like, uh, I it's like Misty just need, needs a friend. Would I be Misty's friend just to be you know to be help be able mm-hmm. to help her? And then we came to the conclusion that uh, President Misty is too fucked up. He's like the she's like the cable guy. If I befriend her now, she's just gonna want too much. I think she needed help then, when she was young. Mm-hmm. But then she was still kind of fucked up then. But but overall, I like the story and I like where it's going. The only issue I have is there's not enough paranormal stuff. They don't even come. Oh, uh, okay. So that's where I'm going. Okay. Like I compare it to like, like you said, like uh, oh, like like I said before, like Lost. It's lots of mysteries. They're like uh, they're saying stuff about you know visions and uh, other supernatural stuff. But then some of them, there's already like a fifty-fifty, um, fifty-fifty real-world explanation, right? Like mm-hmm. with Lottie, oh, yeah. schiz- schizophrenic. With, yeah, yep. uh, and and I know with the ties of the dirt eating is there's also a real world there's a, mm-hmm. there's a real world uh, equivalent to it so it's like they're always sidestepping stuff and you know um, I think it would be cooler if they they had they just uh, confirmed the supernatural but let's see let's see how it ends it can it they, it, they can tie it up prettier that, than I expect and it'll be better than what I wanted if they close it out strong. But that's my... See, I think that's where where we disagree because I love the fact that every single supernatural thing can be... um, Has an equivalent, okay. Yeah, so that's... I I I like that part. Uh, uh, And... uh, I mean, I can see you. you And the idea here too is um, because of... uh, uh, the first few episodes, particularly episode number one, um, it took me a little while to, you know, match the characters yeah, together, the old and the young. Yeah. And then there's a lot of them because it's not only just the, the main five characters, but there's also some ancillary characters that are very important to the story. Um, so by the time we got to the middle episodes, four, five, six, then I realized like, all right, now I have a grasp of the people mm-hmm. now i know the coach i know javi i know travis i know um you know even like the 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 quote-unquote unnamed girls still in mm-hmm. the series i kind of getting to know them and where they lie in the group so four five six and seven i had a much better time than one two three mm-hmm. we progress more into the story uh in a faster pace and then we get to see a lot of 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 kind of like the baseline stuff that we're going to be wanting to resolve towards the end. So when mm-hmm. I finished watching episode seven, I was very, very like shit. 
Let's get it. I really want to watch the next one. I really want to watch the next one, but luckily again, I was I was a little bit sick, so I figured I'd, I'd sleep it off. Uh, but like shit, I'm I'm like I'm hooked. I'm hooked. The, the um, I'm hooked, not in a painful way. Like I'm not in a low key week on week way. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things where I was watching it like, oh, I understand why this show has a lot of followers, and I, I understand why this show has um, a lot of buzz. Pardon the uh, pun intended. Uh, uh, a lot of buzz around it because um, it does combine the cattiness of high school girls. It does have stories about how what women or older people kind of struggle through with as they get older. And then there is the supernatural, and then there's the survival, and then there's the the all the other weird stuff mm-hmm. happening together. So okay, there's a little bit of something for everyone. So I really like how they paste it. So I'll just run through the episodes. Feel free to jump in at any point if mm-hmm. it is uh, 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 part of the story that you guys interested in. But episode four is Bear Down. Episode synopsis is the girls play with guns to determine who is the most responsible. And Natalie entangles a lifetime of piecing broken men. And Taisa greets the rich. So in this episode... Um, the group finds a gun, determines that Natalie and Travis are the hunters of the group after mm-hmm. like a certain tests and they become kind of like the people that will be going out in the woods hopefully to find game because they're running out of food. Um, this is also uh, the you know touching moment here is when uh, during one of their hunting sessions, Travis goes to his dad's graves, digs it up and gets the ring from his or dad's finger. To. Uh, tried to, tried to. Uh, and Natalie was the one who, who did it because uh, he couldn't um, but this is a way that he, he could give his little brother Javi something else from his father and not just this fucking disgusting overly chewed gum that he has been chewing and then stowing and chewing and stewing forever Ugh. so that's one of those things that our we, we, we there's it's not particularly highlighted but that's extremely sad and extremely heartfelt so i I like the fact that all right here's a ring so you can throw the the gun away so in the present day in episode four nat meets goth kevin now a cop right uh you know in one of the bars that she was drinking at and he uses she uses kevin to dig into uh travis's murder so um he asked whether to just look at the coroner's report to make sure that nothing foul has happened and in travis's stuff um in the present day, also, Taisa goes to a fundraiser and wanting a support of this uh, old white lady, uh, she almost gets it. Like they were having a smoke in the back room. She almost gets it. But in, in return for the donor support, she wanted to probe into her past a little bit more, essentially just wanting to confirm if they were cannibals and whatnot. So Taisa rejects that particular donor, essentially putting a nail in the coffin because of pride, but also just like, yeah, you wouldn't want to be in bed with somebody for the wrong reasons. And and that white lady was um, just wanted some dirt on people. She didn't really want believe in 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 what she, she was, was standing for. So she was uh, just curious, and she wanted. She was a toy, very like curious. Collect- she's she like a collector. Hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in the present day, Shauna and Adam finally get physical, um, and. Uh, uh, when Nat and Kevin went out on the date, Misty finds Jessica, the pretend reporter or writer. Uh, you know, Misty finds Jessica tailing Nat and Kevin. 
And then uh, during the, at the end of the episode, Misty finally tells uh, uh, Nat that Travis is dead. So that is uh, uh, episode four, Bear Down. Episode five, uh, Blood Hive. I love I love how the uh, oh uh, also forgot. Um, uh, so I love when they use the titles as puns. Like in episode five, uh, Blood Hive. Like it's not in the episode synopsis description, but it's Blood Hive because like all of all of the girls' periods has already synced. I, I like so that they all... they dis- they discuss that it, because it is and it can be an issue stranded in an island. Hundred percent, and it is. It's it's relevant not only for you know representation or taking out the taboo in, in certain bodily functions. Mm-hmm. We're not the ones to speak of it because we don't run it. Mm-hmm. But the idea of it, like they show how you know that's another layer layer of survival that these ladies have to go through compared to most of the survival shows and movies that we've seen. Like we are, you know, so they have to boil the blood out from the from the napkins for the tampons they have to reuse it because it's very very important but it also and also the kind of when when Nat was uh getting uh doing some funny business with Travis he had the armpit hair which would be realistic yep because mm-hmm. they've been stranded so that I like the small details yeah even uh Thaisa's and it's going to be in the episode next but even like Thaisa's teeth having like some gray stuff around it is kind of like indicative. I had to watch a couple of episodes. So I was like, oh shit, I see it. All right. But anyway, so episode five, uh, the girls ride the crimson wave and plan a dark art slumber party. So they do a seance. Um, uh, uh, they, uh, there's also a, a Halloween night where Shauna parties like it was 1996. <laughs> so uh, for notes in this um, episode is, the start of the episode is lot Lottie running out of meds. So that's mm-hmm. an important factor in not, not only in this episode, but in the future. So she's running out of meds. Um, in uh, Club Ontario, it's getting hornier because Taisa and Van, uh, as well as Nat and Travis, get busy. So, of course, naturally, people get more intimate, more physical the longer they are. And if you don't have a lot of choices, whatever is there for you, that's there for you. Um, things are becoming more and more intense in Club Ontario. So to lighten things up, Jackie suggests a seance where Lottie seems to have gotten possessed when they were doing their seance. Right. So she see. suddenly spoke French. She rammed her head in the window. Yada yada yada. So I, lo- I love uh, that scene where like uh, you're speaking French. Where do you in French? Yeah, she sucked. Well, what was she saying? Well, I sucked as well. <laughs> I sucked too. So that was kind of great. And and I rewatched that scene too, where the window opened and blew out the candles, right? And before anything else had happened. So yes, there is still that supernatural part of it, but still can be explained, right? Um, uh, other parts in the episode that happened: Ben is poisoned by uh, poison shroomed by Misty. My God, she's and then, so fucked up, man. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what Ben decided to do, so Ben is the coach, uh, is to deceive Missy to become her secret girlfriend or like their secret lovers. Um, He's smart, though. I have to give him Smart. That. It's but very smart. That, and that, it's that, good. Did, that did cross my mind that 
he had a lot of condoms. I'm thinking oh, yeah. if I'm thinking if she, he he was he sleeping with some one of the students. I don't know. I just I I also I also thought that um uh and I also figured that in the end um you know I thought that the the group was cool enough to understand what was happening. So maybe Ben could just like yo Misty's just crazy. Help me out. I but he did it. So um. We also um, uh, we, we do a, another flashback to a flashback where Nat's abusive dad died because of gun <sighs> misfire. That was the stupidest way to die, bro. Stupidest it is, but die. it's very, very, it's very realistic, and I really appreciate the realism because when when in the episode previous and um, what's her name, uh, Nat was hesitant about the gun and she saw the flash of her dad's head blown to bits mm-hmm. i kind of like oh that's boring she shot her, her dad in the head and then when they did this reveal i was kind of like pleasantly surprised because i was taking i was i was taken surprised by yeah. what how they turned this out um and then uh you know it's a good thing about the blood hive about people's period because this is where taisa finds out that shauna was faking her period uh by dipping her napkin in uh, the the bloodletting of their game, like their deer. And this is where Taysa finds out that uh, Shauna was pregnant. Uh, so that's all in the past. In the present, there's a sign uh, painted on Taysa's home says spill. So mm-hmm. kind of like alluding to spill your secrets, spill the blood, uh, spill the tea, spill the cannibalism that had happened when they were in uh, the wilderness of Ontario. But not too long later, they found out that the paint was underneath Sammy's bed, where Sammy blames uh, the 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 lady in the tree as the person responsible for painting that. So. This is where Taysa contemplates dropping out of the race, but in the end, ultimately, she stayed in to her wife's dismay. Uh, Shauna also uh, attends a Halloween party with Adam, but she <laughs> then uh, uh, bumps into her daughter, who was unfortunately also wearing Jackie's old yellow jackets uniform. So that was a trip. Uh and then Callie, uh, Shauna's daughter, finds out about Adam and their affair. The next day, Callie tried to blackmail. Daughter's uh, kind of bitch tried to too. blackmail. Very good. I mean, like, like mother, I like love daughter, the fact I guess. that Shauna, Shauna said, like, I don't even like my kid. She's an asshole. It's the I best. Because she is. Um, you they know, Callie are. tries to blackmail Shauna, but Shauna reverse psychologies her way out of it. And eventually gets Callie in her employ. Um, in the end, uh, uh, though, at the end of the episode, Nat and Misty gets access to Kevin's files. Kevin, the, the, got the cop, and learned that, uh, you know, initially there was no foul play. She was not drugged. Uh, 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 Travis was not drugged. It, uh, for all intents and purposes, it seemed like it was a, a suicide. However, um, Nat and Misty kind of like pieced together the photos of the crime scene. And it seemed that there was a ritual that was done where Travis was murdered. Like mm. it kind of showed the image of the symbol that people have been looking at, which again, symbol, we still don't know. I still don't know what, what the means. symbol means, who it done, whatever. It was there before. A couple then, more. Right? Ep- yeah. It was, there before. <laughs> it was already there. 
uh, in the, the woods or in, in, the, in the house. In the house as well. Yeah. Episode six is Saints. Uh, so the yellow jackets tangle the birds and the bees. They navigate love and lust and they do a do-it-yourself do surgery somewhere there. Uh, in the present, uh, you know, blackmail bunnies and an icy reunion. Misty prepares for a surprised house guest. So uh, flashback. Um, start of the episode, again, we're starting two straight episodes with Lottie. So this is where I realized like, oh, these other characters are super important. So Lottie distracts her parents in the car before an apparent car accident happened to them in mm-hmm. front. So if Lottie did not distract his parents, they would have been ran over by a um, uh, somebody that was uh, uh, passing the line. So that was uh, a good point. Uh, Shauna and Taisa's friendship grows. She tells uh, uh, Shauna tells Taisa that the baby is Jeff, and that was uh, Jackie's then boyfriend. Hence, all the secrecy. Uh, Shauna tries to hang her her baby out. So that was that was also another one of those things. And I applaud the show for being this graphic because mm-hmm. you know, this is this is what happens in real life. Um, is that possible? Good thing also, Taisa. What? That's how people do it. Yeah, that's how people do without access to good reproductive care. That's what people, how people do it. Uh, And uh, Taisa tries to help, but in the end, Shauna decides against it and keeps the baby. Um, So more stuff from Lot. Lottie sees a vision of a deer with bloody antlers. Very important moving forward. Um, uh, Laura Lee. Uh, <clears throat> Laura Lee, uh, trying to make sense, more, make more sense of the visions and the things that she see. Uh, uh, so Lot, trying to make more sense of the visions that she sees, uh, talks to Laura Lee, and Laura Lee decides to baptize Lot so that it's not just hallucin- excuse me, hallucinations, but it's more of like a vision, a sign. And then not soon, not soon later than that, Nat and Travis kills a deer. Um, and once they opened it, it was maggot infested. So it was weird because this was the, the vision that Lot saw, like the deer with bloody antlers. Uh, and they were they were um, explaining it as you know, deers kind of shed their antlers once a year, so that sometimes it gets all fucked up. Ben actually uh, knows a lot. I'm surprised. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, in present time, Simone, Thaisa's wife, takes Sammy, their son, to the shrink. And then the shrink just says like she, like uh, Sammy is super stressed. Um, also, this is where Nat and Kevin ha- finally has sex. Um, this is also where the episode where Misty finally wants to get into the root of all the blackmail, all the murders and whatnot. So she decides to kidnap Jessica, the reporter. And then uh, at the end of the episodes, we finally figure out, finally, that the lady in the tree is actually Thaisa. Thaisa sleepwalks. And sometimes when she sleepwalks, she eats dirt or she uh, does weird shit. And then at the end of the place, it's like, I'm sorry, the tree. So wait, clarify this. The sun also sleepwalks? No. So the because, son, no, because the psychiatrist said that he doesn't remember stuff. Yeah, because of the stress and the trauma. Okay. Remember when it's such a traumatic vision, your your brain tends to okay. repress it. So, every, so all the things that were happening 
is Taisha doing it and then the son seeing her and then repressing exactly. it. Exactly. Okay. Repressing it. So thinking that it's a different person because that's not her mom. Okay. Right. So that's that's simple explanation of that. So which is kind of like I love the fact that it's not supernatural, it's an actual person doing it, but it still still explains the lady in the tree. Still creepy and still still creepy. Uh, last bit is uh, episode seven, No Compass. Uh, as starvation looms, Thaisa leads a last dish ep- effort or slash suicide mission. Um, and then also amid felony schemes and all night stakeouts, the Yellow Jackets are forced to commit small talk. So in the end, uh, in episode seven, Thaisa, Van, Misty, and then another, a previously unnamed character now that I realized that who she is, Akila tries to find help. So, you know, Taisa wants to not be stuck in the cabin before it gets cold. She mm-hmm. wants to go south and find help. Uh, so a couple of people went with her. So Lot tells Van a vision of river of blood and red smoke. And Lot also gives Van this charm, this kind of unburnt piece of bone uh, and says that it will protect her, which is a great, great touch too. Uh, at the in the middle of the episode, the group, uh, Thaisa's group, uh, is attacked by a pack of wolves, and Van was severely injured. This was cool because, um, yeah, what happened here? How did Thaisa end up with the bone? I forget. So it, it I was think, with her. So it was with her. So um, what happened was she fell asleep. Well, right? she was she was on watch. She was supposed to be the first on watch. She fell asleep, and then she let the fire die out. So the so the people got attacked. But where, how, how did think, the bone get to her? I think she took it to unconsciously protect herself because she knows she was in danger. And then she went up the tree because she unconsciously knew they were going to be attacked. So that's why. That's what I think. Van Van is dead, right? Is she dead? Uh no, she looked. Then it, she, she survives. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, that's what happened. So, uh, so they get attacked by wolves. Van's half of Van's face got eaten out. Uh, but like what you mentioned, um, Taisa wakes up up in a tree with the charm, and while wolves are and people are screaming because they're being attacked by wolves. Uh, uh, Van is severely injured, uh, and in the present, Nat, Shauna, and Taiza agrees to pay the blackmailer the fifty thousand dollars in cash. So they agreed to meet. They put. They wanted to put the tracker in the in the um, in the bag so that they can track the blackmailer as the blackmailer escapes. We notes here is that you know, Taiza Taiza is usually the rich person couldn't get the money because she was having troubles with her wife and you can't withdraw that much without your spouse's approval. So Nat sold her Porsche for this. So, you know, this is where we see that Nat is really, really into this. Like she really wants to figure out what's happening. Find who killed Travis. As the blackmailer escapes. uh, Oh, so the blackmailer escapes, but the blackmailer gets glittered. Very important note, I'm assuming, for the next few episodes. Um, in the end, uh, while so we cut to Misty uh, having uh, Jessica in house arrest, 
uh, Jessica reveals that she was hired by Taisa. Um, which is correct from what we know. Which is correct. Again, everything is fine. She's just got a horrible person, but hired by... Uh, um, just to make sure that nobody talks. And then uh, also at the end of the episode, after all of the hullabaloo with the blackmailer and whatnot, Adam is waiting for Sean at home. I thought that, you know, this is kind of like Adam is super fishy. I'm pretty sure like, you know, Adam is either the blackmailer or part of the blackmailer crew. But they said they have sex. Before that, I oh. just love Misty here. He's like, he's so fucked up and it's such a cool way. Like, uh, the the eclair threatening with the oh with the oh yeah dessert and uh, then um, fentanyl she, she she threatened to poison jessica's that, dad yeah. who lives in a care home by sending jessica's uh a dad fentanyl laced chocolates ah so cool and then and then jessica um having more information using it as leverage and then missy says it's only leverage if i let you talk <laughs> then, <laughs> then she just tapes her up and like Fuck yeah, yeah, you go misty, fucking shit. And I love it, like you know, she wears overalls and gloves whenever that she's in. So she's very, she knows what the fuck she's doing. She, she, she's yeah, she, she, she reminds me of um, uh, the character uh, Bates, Castle right? Rock, or yeah, Bates. Oh, Castle Rock Bates, season yeah. two, do yeah. I? Bates, yeah, yeah. Miss. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love. I mean, I love Missy's character. Yeah, yeah. I wish she had. Yeah. I was like, they um, should have clued her in in the in the blackmail. She would have figured something out. You know, she would have. That's true. That's true. Well, better. I mean, there's three more episodes. I'm sure that they're gonna bring in Misty at some point. Um, just so, like the wild uh, card, or just like somebody that will kind of either Misty will kill somebody. For you remember or that? Or track uh, somebody for them. You remember that? Um, that anime, uh, no, he has gloves, and uh, like the the mob the mob mob style. The one where there's like a chibi guys, and then he's like, he's like uh, he became the leader of the mob. He's like the the tenth the tenth leader. I you don't remember I that? Uh, no. It's like a funny anime where the kid is like. Uh, he was chosen to be the the tenth leader of the mafia, and they they have powers and stuff. And he's like uh, timid; he's more like Usopp. But then, when he uses his power, he becomes very cold and calculating. And in that, in that, uh, never seen that. <clears throat> you have it's where you know you. He has to find his own crew, and his classmate is like the baseball player, and then he his his bat becomes a sword, and then. I forgot the title, but anyways, it's just that. Like, born. There, there we go. Right, he there's like symbols for each character, mm-hmm. and there's like the sun, the water, and I keep reminding Misty as the there's this other guy who's like the cloud. He's like the wild card. Like he's not part of the crew, but he's part of the crew, so he can help from like being an outsider. So so Misty's like the wild card. Like you don't know what the fuck she's doing, but she can help you. Something like that. it just reminds me of that. It's it's a, I think um, you know I love the balance of the characters with Shauna the mom, Taisha the successful businesswoman, mm-hmm. Nat the crazy girl, crazy druggie, and Misty just the crazy person. Like yeah. I like that, I like that crew. So I just I just um, don't like Shauna. She's just a piece of shit. Oh, I I'm I'm loving Shauna. I I don't see she's anything. the normal. 
I don't think I don't see any redeeming in her. At least not yes, she has his or her demons. But she just wants to find who killed Travis. So then, my my question here is the thing that I've been like itching, you know, finding a way or like calculating in my brain and not trying to go to YouTube or anything is mm-hmm. is Callie the baby? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I thought. I was gonna ask you, is she the one I assume is, oh well hard to assume I mean yeah I don't know if Callie's the baby did they say how long ago it was specifically so it said 20 years 20 so it's a 25th year reunion right of so there were they're they're gonna have a reunion in 25 years so I don't think Callie's 25 years old so it might she might not be she might lose the, the baby. baby she might lose the baby she might lose the baby right, right. but either way that's yeah. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves but uh um uh, so uh, last points on episode seven is they um, uh, uh, they have sex. Adam and Sean have sex at home, and then um, uh, they almost get caught. Uh, Adam hides in the closet because Jeff came home late, presumably from uh, her mistress, his mistress as well. And um, also Kevin gets pissed because Nat fired the gun that Nat used for. Uh, the uh, yeah. hunting down the blackmailer was Kevin's, on. and then it realizes like I didn't know this too. It's a good detail that uh, for a cop, every round needs to be. Oh, uh, that um, that one I knew. So I, I I knew that was gonna come come into play. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. Um, uh, I didn't know that that was a thing. So that's good. I, I'm glad that there's uh some safety around that. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, we're here. I see. Uh, 1996 was the past. 2021 is a present. Oh, so that's 20, what? Yeah, 25 years. Oh, shit. 96, 06. Yeah, 16, 25. Yeah, she's not 25 because they're talking about college. Yeah. So, so she, she's not going to hold the baby. Or, I so mean, what happened she, to the baby? What happened to the baby? Yeah, she's going to be 25. Ooh. She can be in play. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe three more episodes. All right. So that's um, that's episodes four to seven of of uh, Yellow, uh, Jacket. Yellow Jackets. Chubax, as we close this down, how would you rate the middle episodes of Yellow Jackets? Hmm. I'd go eight. It's pretty good. The only thing yeah. holding me back is I want more supernatural, confirmed supernatural stuff for me. But it's good. Aside from that, you know, the acting is good. The, the pacing is good. The shots are good. And like we said, the, the, the small details were really thought out of. So it's good for me. Yeah, I was going to do... Yeah, I'm, I'm so right with you. I'm also an, a solid eight. Uh, and like I mentioned... Now that I've I've watched enough episodes and I know the names and the faces already and their roles, it might, it's much easier to really appreciate the diversity of the group. So that's it. Next week we'll finish off. Uh, I can't. I, I really can't wait. I might actually watch the the last three episodes today Tonight. or tomorrow because okay. I really want to figure out is the baby, uh, the one that is haunting them from their graves. Is it oh, actually yeah. supernatural? Oh. It's maybe just one of them, too. 
Um, so, yes. yep, that is the Yellow Jackets. Before I pass the mic to you and um, do the synopsis and review of the Kingsman, let's uh, do a quick pause, uh, real second. So, okay, pause one. Yeah. All right. After a short break, now I turn over the mic to the one and only Chibox to run us through the Kingsman. Kingsman. So the Kingsman is a prequel starring Ralph Fine. Ray Fine, sorry. Ray Fines. Um, as this is the origin story of uh the Kingsman organization from the previous two movies, which were set in the uh present. Well, this one is set in nineteen oh two. So that's the first world war, right? Or just before? Just before the first maybe just right before the first world war. Because world first war was world. like nineteen ten, nineteen eleven, yeah. Oh. So let's just begin with the story. So the story is a 1902 uh, British. This is from Wikipedia. I'm just using it as a guide. Uh, or a British aristocrat named Orlando, starring Ray Fiennes, the Duke of Oxford. Duke I don't know. I don't know. Like, it, so what's Oxford? Is it like an area, like a title? It's a, it's a, it's a town in 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 United okay. Kingdom. Yeah. Okay. So, so the Duke of Oxford and his wife Emily. And their son Conrad are visiting a concentration camp in South Africa during the Second Boer War while working for the Red Cross. So she, he's a pacifist, from what we know. He's just here to help people, not not fight. But um, he's friends with the general, um, who's who's leading the camp, and then as they're visiting. A sniper attacks who was supposed to he wanted to kill the general but accidentally kills his wife and traumatizes him and this his son was there as well a young son so after that 12 years later conrad has grown up and orlando has two servants chola and polly who are te- uh surprisingly um wait hold on let me just something's wrong with the video yeah, align it a little bit. There we go. Okay. So Sean and Polly are servants who took care of Conrad, but are secretly also part of a spy network set up by Orlando. Shola so, is a uh, um, uh, played by Jaimon uh, Honsu. Jaimon Honsu and Polly is Gemma Artenton. Polly is Gemma. Oh, I love Gemma Artenton for yeah, I never. She she actually looks prettier here than the last few times I've seen her. Where 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 do we know her? I she, I, I see her all she, the time. She's, she's a lot. Let me see here. Hansel and Gretel. There you go. Oh, I've seen her <laughs> even before that. Uh, Hansel and Gretel with fucking uh, what's his name? Uh, there she was in Quantum of Solace. Uh, Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Hansel and Gretel. Uh, yeah, that's, those are the ones that I know her from. So, anyways, so they form. Uh, so she, while he's doing, has a secret spy ring, uh, Orlando. He train he he's trained his son to be like a killer, also like not a killer, but like a um a fighter who who uh, a fighter, who so can defend he can defend himself. But. He his vow he made a vow to his dying wife to protect Conrad, so that's the story going forward. So as the story goes, 
um the general Kitchener uh asks help from uh Conra- from Orlando to help uh protect uh Archduke Franz Ferdinand and um because there's a, a group led by the shepherd who wants to destabilize everything and they're one of their targets is uh this Archduke so while they're uh in Sarajevo I, I pause there as go, soon go. as as soon as we see we we saw uh, the silhouette of the shepherd I Self. immediately guessed who it is like first me, me, guess me as well no as like not the, not when I saw the silhouette when I saw his his assistant Morton oh yeah yeah. Yes, well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wouldn't cast him just as a, an assistant. So, so Kitchener, uh, so this during traveling with the Archduke, uh, Conrad saves the Archduke from a bomb thrown by uh, Gavrilo Princip, a rebel working under the shepherd. And then, however, by chance, he has another shot and he actually kills the Archduke and the wife. Uh, and uh, Orlando and Conrad are unable to do anything, but they do find out that um, the the assassin Princip is part of the flock. It's called the, a group plot. I was really to- disappointed there during the the, the France the, the the France Ferdinand assassination where they ran into a, a roadblock. It's like, not even a roadblock. On. It's a dead end. Like, come on, come on. No, no setup. Yeah, but I, like, pre- I probably everybody was in on it, but still, come on. Yeah, so 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 there's this group called the Flock, plotting to pit the German, Russian, and British empires against each other. So the Flock is led by the Shepherd, isolated from the. I have issues here from the <laughs> isolated clifftop headquarters, and they have so many agents all around the world, and most notably mm-hmm. like the right hand. Right hand men of the leaders of are, these, yeah, are, yeah, and funnily, or funnily, um, humorously, the all the leaders of the German of Germany, Russia, and the British Empire are played by the same actor, but <laughs> he plays the three cousins. There's they're said to be cousins. Are they really cousins historically? I I, I don't know. I I didn't I didn't check, but so the shepherd. His main goal is to destroy England because uh, he because England has been what's the term uh, is it colonized abused has abused uh, Scotland forever mm-hmm. okay. so obviously he's Scottish and he he wants revenge on on England so he wants to pit pit these three countries against each other so. Uh, I always remember from uh, the sum of all fears, the speech of the bad guy. Like uh, to, he's a Nazi, right? To destroy America, you don't fight America. You get America and Russia to fight each other. So it's, just, it's always stuck in my mind. So like, so anyways, on the shepherd's orders, a uh, Rasputin, played by uh, Ivan, Ivan Reese. Did I say that correctly? Yep. So Doc, Doc Connors, Ivan Reese. <clears throat> he plays uh, Grigory Rasputin, trusted advisor to the head of uh, the Tsar of Russia. So on his orders, uh, he poisons uh, the son of the, the leader of Russia and uses his health as like as he, blackmail to mm-hmm. keep Russia out of the war so that uh, England and Germany go at it and 
without Russia's help. So, knowing the Western Front will be left again, this is from Wikipedia, will be left vulnerable if Russia leaves the war. Conrad, oh, because uh, Conrad has a cousin in in Russia and sends him this information. So, knowing that they need Russia to be in the war, uh, Conrad delivers this information to Kitchener and his aide de camp, Major Max Morton, who sets sail for Russia to try to convince them to stay in the war. So their ship is torpedoed and uh, Kitchener and Morton are, dies. Uh, yeah, dies. So this death uh, guilt trips Orlando. So he goes with Russia uh, to Russia with Shola, Paul, and Conrad to deal with Rasputin once and for all. So this this one was the best scene for me. Uh, the I, yeah, but that's my favorite fight scene action. And this is a very stylized movie. There's a lot of action. A lot of them are pretty cool, but this was my favorite. Yeah, like this, one, this one and the ballet um, dancing of uh, Rasputin was and, dope. Um, and not just that, like he was the most interesting character, Rasputin here. No, he played. He actually heals uh, Orlando's leg from the bullet shot that he got from the the intro. He really healed him, <laughs> and then uh, so they so Polly and uh, Orlando wanted to poison Rasputin with cyanide, but yeah. Rasputin, he go, I take a little bit of cyanide every day. In the morning, you know what? I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. That's pretty cool. That's so pretty cool. he he he's immune to poison to cyanide. He heal. He has powers of healing. So he's like he's the coolest character. He's like. He's uh bisexual, right? Uh, from all intents. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he likes, he, young, he he likes anything. Young yeah, he'll fuck anything. He he's the most interesting character here, and he fights so well too. So, uh, but they do have a fight, and um, Sholly, Ashola, and Orlando fight him, and Con does Conrad Conrad comes in too, right? Conrad fights a little bit, but gets fights his a little bit. He yeah, saves okay. his dad, but also his dad. Yeah, saves and him. then yeah. Uh, as uh, uh, as uh, Rasputin was about to win, he gets shot in the head by. Oh, Orlando comes in for the fight and beats. Uh, is able to beat Rasputin, drowns him, but Rasputin is apparently also immune to drowning. <laughs> so He's he, immortal. He, yeah, he gets back up, but then that's when uh, Polly shoots him. Uh, between the head so he kills him and then this is my issue with this so they they uh, try and save uh, the world well they save they stop Rasputin from his manipulating Russia so this should be in this scene uh, Conrad also after that they go they go home and on the road in the in the train Conrad's they celebrate his 19th birthday and then he still says he wants to join the army. So my issue with this is like, Conrad already sees the players of the war and he sees how futile the war is, right? Mm -hmm. It's The war is not, it's not a just cause. It's just people fighting or they're just pawns. For, Other people's fights, yeah. For, yeah. yeah. for the leaders who are not fighting for anything, you know, they just fucked up. So he should, I don't see why he would still be determined to join the army. Like, it's cooler, not cooler, it's smarter to be here with the spying because this is where you're, you'll matter more. You know, you know what oh. I mean? So that, that yeah, was I mean, totally agree. But anyways, 
the dad couldn't do anything because he's of age now. And then, so the, at the shepherd's order, we go back to the shepherd. Uh, wait, how's this? An advisor. Okay, so this one is when they, they, they try to distract uh, the Britain and United States by sending a telegram. Uh, what, what was the message again? Like uh, to was it to Ru to Germany or Russia? I think it was to Germany. I'm so wait. This is the uh German Emperor. Okay. So Eric Jan Janhausen, an advisor to to the German leader, sends the Zimmerman telegram. So the Zimmerman telegram. Oh, okay, okay. So this the German lead the German assistant sends uh, a telegram to Mexico to try and incite, incite a war to add to incite Mexico to fight to pick a fight with America so that they'll stay out of the war. Mm -hmm. So this would this is technically evidence if America finds out then they'll join the war against Germany. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is the 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 telegram that um, is what becomes the proof that they need. So the shepherd recruits uh, Vladimir Lenin and orders them to overthrow the Russian Tsar uh, to remove Russia again from the war and then says sending assassins to kill the Romanos. So now of age, Conrad joins the Grenadier Guards against his father's wishes. Orlando meets with King George who tries to summon Conrad back. But then he's smart. He's uh, his father's son. He switches with a, a soldier named Archie Reed. Uh, played <laughs> That's by... That's one uh, of those things like, wow. Wow. I mean, I'm sure it, it happened during the war. Played by uh, uh, Aaron, Pietro. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Um, so essentially, uh, he's going to be a main character in the next movie because you don't hire Aaron <laughs> Taylor Johnson for like six seconds in the fucking movie. Uh, to say so... So he, so Archie Reed, oh no, so Conrad has this thing with like, uh, with the old, with the old uh, myth of King Arthur, Merlin, uh, Lancelot. So he sends Archie Reed in his place to go home, nicknames him Lancelot to send a message to his father that you don't control me. You know, I'm my own man. I can play with games as well. So disguised as Archie, a member of the Black Watch, Conrad was able to. He volunteers for a dangerous mission and he successfully brings home the evidence needed for America to join England against the war. However, when he gets the 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 proof, he joined I thought he was gonna die before he gets the proof, but I, I thought so too. This so was when, fucked up. This so was he, so surprising for me. Right? Super surprising. Such a Kingsman move. So when he he's able to retrieve the message, goes back to his line, and then when they ask him his name, somebody knows Archie So they think immediately think he's a spy because he's using somebody's name and they shoot him mm -hmm. dead. That was so stupid though. But, but still, so... Orlando is devastated. He everything he did was to, to protect his son, and he still failed. Well, that's debatable, but that's what he thinks. So he he becomes a drunk, and then what sucks more is that the proof that 
uh, Orlando sent a found that was supposed to help America come to, to the war did not work. Something's happening that America's still not joining America the war. America still is not joining the war. Yeah. So, um, I think it's President Wilson. Yeah. So, uh, as, uh, despite Conrad's proof that America doesn't go to war, Orlando that learns is forced out of his uh, forced out of his uh what do you call that uh his depression retirement yeah like his depression he he to like a nice scene with the uh, Polly that he's forced to Polly. yeah to do something to be as Polly said he needs to be the man that his son would have been so he finds out that Wilson is being blackmailed because he has a sex tape with somebody else. <laughs> Matahari, an agent of the shepherd. Mata. So he fights Matahari and then the the con the M the consul the cons, um, the Ameri- the US consul mm-hmm. representative in England says that the, in order for America to fight in the war, they need the negatives of that sex tape. And Orlando via a cashmere, <laughs> a cashmere scarf, scarf, brings it to the Kingsman, and they identified it that it only comes from a rare goat, from a rare mountain, one mountain, <laughs> in one country, one type of goat. Uh, it's kind of fucking far fetched <laughs> that this goat can only grow in that area. Oh my god! So, anyways. But they found out that that where that's where it is, so they go. I do like the scene that uh, uh, Shola doesn't want to jump from the plane. Yeah, yeah it's like, and I like his reasoning. It's not that I'm afraid to die; it's I'm afraid to fail. If yeah. I do this, I I might fail because of my fear. So, so Orlando has to. I I, I do have to say I'm I'm. Not majorly surprised, but I do like the twist that this is really Orlando, you know, like the the sun dies and Orlando is like I, the real first Kingsman in a sense. Yeah. So anyway, so they do a plan like uh, there's only one elevator or lift up the mountain and it's controlled, protected by people under uh, shooters on the ground. And then, of course, they have no access to the top. So the plan was Orlando to drop via airplane. Or just jump from the plane and the plane will just crash. And then because he's the only one that can fly. So he jumps and with the parachute, you know, stuff happens. He's still able to land. And then he's able to send the lift down and while fighting. Or no, he was able to fight with the giant guy on the lift. The big guy, yeah, for a yeah. while. And then using the counterweight, Polly was able to send Shola up. It's a nice scene, a nice fight scene. And then, um, so it's Shola now and uh, and Conrad and uh, the guy, the guy uh, in the counter on the lift going down that died had the negative. So Polly has the negative, while uh, Shola and uh, Orlando try to f- finish the fight Find the shepherd. With, with the shepherd. So as usual, the big twist, non-twist, because it was like as telegraphed as you know as anything i've ever seen the assistant uh aide de camp of uh general kitchener morton was found to be uh the the shepherd so this is my issue like how was he able to 
this is 1908. So it's not like there's lots of commercial flights. How did he come back and forth as an aide to a general to this mountain range to give... Uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't even think about that. To give, I didn't even think about to give, that. To give the... Um, to give uh, orders to his flock and do shit with the goats and he looks like he lives there a lot <laughs> and then he's also the aide of a general in war you know it's not I was like, gonna say he'd be very busy I know so, so that was like number one and then like uh, it just seems uh, really bad logistics to always meet in one spot for a spy group you know you know what I mean that even a true. secret spy that is group true. So so, anyways, they hear, they go, they fight. It's a coolish enough fight, but um, this is one of my issues too. Like, our favorite fight scene was uh, Rasputin, right? Very and, early. Uh, yeah, and it was cool, like like first mm-hmm. third. But if you compare it to the first fights in the first two movies, it's it's not even in your top three or top four. The the, the Rasputin fight, true. right? And that was already the coolest one here. So that that's my issue here. It's like. I don't know if they were hampered by the gadgets. I don't think it's the. It's more like the camera work wasn't as, as uh, unique and it's, as. In the end, it's about choreography. And, yeah, it wasn't as you know, trippy as, uh, as the first two. Because like the first two, really, I I just rewatched it eh, the, the 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 past few few nights after I watched this because I'm like, oh, I want to I want to see Eggsy again. So I saw just saw the fights there and like Pedro Pascal, uh um, Colin Firth man those fights were really really creative I love the Colin Firth fight for the best um, I still remember the the chair the chair the church yeah, scene so, yeah, so, that is the most gruesome so thing if I have a critique for the, for this Kingsman I mean I, I liked it well enough but the fight scenes don't hold a, don't hold the candle to, to the first two so anyways yeah they go through the usual stuff um they're able to beat the shepherd and kill him. And then uh, America joins the war so fast. And, and then after a year after the war, Orlando purchases the Kingsman Taylor shop as a front for his organization. And then they meet. It's Orlando, Shola, Polly, King George, Archie, US, and uh, the U.S. ambassador, which was uh, played by, what's his name? Um, I I call her I call him Devil Wears Prada guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. So Stanley Tucci. So if I'm not wrong, um, or Orlando is King Arthur. I don't think he's Arthur though. Like no? if I remember that, I remember that. Uh, Shola is Merlin. Uh, Archie is Lancelot. Paul is Galahad. Uh, I don't I don't remember the others. But anyway, so they, they, they formed the official the first official uh round table, as you say, say for the Kingsman organization. Yeah, he is Arthur, yeah, he is Arthur. Uh each assuming code names from the King Arthur legend to honor Conrad. And then in the mid credits scene, Hanusen. Hanusen played by the amazing uh if we have a mid credit scene. You didn't know? No shit. <laughs> so Daniel Bro. Who is Baron Zemo? Oh, I love that. Yeah, so, so he's Eric Jan Hanusen. I, I, I know I'm butchering the pronunciation, but uh, he's uh, an occultist and he's uh, he was Shepard's second in command. He 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 takes the mantle of the Shepherd, 
and he's talking to so he's german right he's the one he's like uh the second one in germany he's take he's talking to uh lenin who's the who's now the leader of uh russia and then there's a scene where lenin was talking to the original shepherd and he says i'll be your strong right hand your problem is gonna be you need another or something like the left hand, and then I'm the I'll be the strong left hand. What you need now is another strong right hand. So while uh, Hanusen, the new shepherd, is talking to Lenin, right, like he's saying, like you've said that you've you've become the left hand. Let me introduce to you the strong right hand that will form our group. And then a young Adolf Hitler comes in, and and that's where there where the scene ends. Shit, I didn't see that. Didn't see that? <laughs> nope, I will I will watch that. That seems really cool. Well let's see. It might be here. King uh post. There it's crappy, but it'll work. Level of discretion above the politics of the bureaucracy of government run spy organizations. To that end, I have acquired this shop. And I propose that we become the founding members of the King's. I am Percival. Percival. And this is Quartermaster. Who will be our quartermaster? Oh, that was why. That's why the. I remember um, Michael Caine saying that that drink was like from 1908 or something. It's because mm-hmm. also they were drinking. Their left hand is strong. guy looks familiar to who plays Lenin. A shepherd. A shepherd. This young man will come to rival your position in this world, my friend. It is an honor, Comrade Lenin. And your name? Adolf Hitler. <laughs> he seems familiar too. I know. Let me see. Uh, Adolf Hitler. Augustale. Oh, where did we see it? Inglorious Bastards. Ugh. He's the uh, he's the psycho guy, the German that they recruit. Mm-hmm. And then who's Adolf Hitler? David Cross. The oh, English white. Okay. No, I've seen him a bunch. A keeper. Oh no, I don't know that. Anyways, so yeah, that that's. Uh, I'm actually curious to see. To see the sequel of this one, if there is, because World War Two happened and it was bad, so that means the Kingsman fucked up. I mean, if there. Yeah, is, I mean, I figure, or it could have been worse. Um, so uh, I'm interested uh, on their take. That but is the true. idea is like you can't not have a sequel when the the better actors are are. Are in line already, Stanley. Yeah, like, like walk, yeah. So yeah, that's the Kingsman. 
just released on HBO Max on my end and Hulu, I guess, and theaters as well. December, was it maybe? Yeah, it was in December. It was like a Christmas release. Yeah. So, Jong, uh, comments, likes, what? Uh, all right. So, I like you. Um, I did not know Matthew Vaughn before the 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 original Kingsman, and the first two movies of the Kingsman, I was. Oh, I think we first really in love with. We found him in Kickass. I think. I think that was before. Yeah. <laughs> so I I I'm I really love this franchise, but I think it has progressively gone worse. So, like, particularly this one, uh, uh, the things that I've loved about Matthew Vaughn before, I found annoying this time. The highly stylized stuff about, you know, the uh, highly stylized choreography, even, like, the 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 super... I'm, for me, it, it wasn't stylized enough. There wasn't... It didn't pop well, out. Well, that's the that, thing. That, that, that I, was think, the I don't know me. what happened with the with the the stylization or the choreography but it didn't pop it didn't gravitate yeah. towards me the story in general also also maybe it's, it's because our directed it. Is it directed he directed it yeah he wrote and directed it that's why yeah. it was a big thing that's why i was really looking forward to it um but the the thing is um the i think Maybe it's because we are 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 dumb non-Europeans. We there there might be a, a higher level of world <laughs> history here that would have been appreciated had we known what had happened, right? So for me, I mean, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know whether they were cousins, like you know, the German, the the yeah, the United Kingdom, and then the Russian. Were they actually cousins? Because <laughs> they I were mean, portrayed as cousins. I know. I've heard of them. The all of the characters here are really like Rasputin, yeah. uh, Hans Hansen, uh, Zimmerman. Yeah. yeah, so I I don't know. That's the thing. Let me I don't know. Let me try and figure it out. So like the idea, the idea here is just like um, um I I know that there's a certain an additional level of appreciation if we know a little bit more of that particular part of history, but usually movies do a better job in explaining that because I really found the story a little bit more complicated, convoluted. Um, the uh, while watching it, mm -hmm. although there were still a few pops that I really really enjoyed. Like I love. I mean, even at the start about, you know, the Red Cross of being a pacifist with Orlando and the wife. I love that part. Fucking love the Rasputin fight. I loved how uh, Conrad died. Mm -hmm. Super unassumingly, super weirdly, like super like, boop, like right that. He's gone. Like, I, I was super surprised. Like I don't usually get surprised. Well, you know, actually that. thinking about it, it, it kind of has that uh, same type of style from when Harry died in number one. Yeah, they just shot him it, in the head, eh? or in the eye, eh, technically. The eye. I mean, well, this one, you know, Harry's still alive in in yeah, but at, at Misha, but this one's like right in the middle of the head. So I'm glad that he's dead, dead. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I love all of all of the fact, but I'm just weirded out that it feels to me that this was written for a two parter instead of a one parter. You got me? Like usually, like they did not make sure that this Kingsman one was super solid. 
because they have a few more things in their chamber after. Because mm-hmm. like Aaron Taylor Johnson is a super cool actor, and then all the the first group of the Kingsmen, the every single actor there was like, oh, okay, I'm really excited to watch them in the next movie. But yeah, what did he do one. for me in this movie? Yeah, but yeah, it's just one of those things where I'm actually I'm disappointed because I had expectations of the movie. Right? I had, I had, you know you know, the pedigree of Kingsman, you know, Matthew Vaughn writing and directing it again. And I was, if I, if I wasn't hyped, I wouldn't be as critical as I am right now. Right. But I was, and I was super excited when it dropped very quickly from the theaters to, to streaming services for me to watch. So um, yeah. Cause I, you know, when we were talking about what movie of the week to watch, it's like, yeah, let's do that. I'm excited to watch it. And then when I watch it, it's like, well, not too great. How about yes. you, What do you think about same, same with me. I like a lot of elements. I like Ray Fines. I like uh, Jam, uh, ja, uh, Jamon Hansu. Jamon Hansu. Jamon Hansu. I love uh, Polly, uh, Jamartinson. Uh, lots of cool scenes as well, you know, like uh, Polly with the snipers, sniper scene. Some of the fights are cool as well, but just not enough. Like, there was not mm. no eye-popping fight scene, like. Each each Kingsman movie, the first one and the second one had, you know, I mean the second one wasn't as probably not as good as the first, but there's still a lot of more than two, th- at least three each. And then when this one, the best one wasn't even on par with the worst one on on, on the first two. So you know, the, it lacked a lot of style. Um, but yeah, the setup they left it all on the setup, and it's disappointing when they do this where. Yeah, I guess it's the sickness of like the universe where you keep holding things back. I'm happy that yeah. that Marvel knows that you should put enough bang on the movie because if you don't mm-hmm. put enough bang on the movie, they're not gonna come back for the next one. Exactly. Yeah. So this well, one. I, well, I mean, I do like the idea of writing for a set. Like, if you, if for example, if Matt Matthew Reeves said oh, it's gonna be a trilogy, Kingsman origin story okay i like that it means that it's one two three but the idea of there it's like it needs to be solid yes. individually as well yes agreed but yeah so um i hope they they continue with this so i want to see i really want to see what happens next but yeah. sad that this one didn't live to the expectation. that's the thing now that they set it up they better deliver better on the next one yes and I, the and, topics are are more amazing, like World War Two. So wait, this one finished around what, nineteen fourteen, fifteen, something like something that. Something nineteen twenty, right? So World War Two happened forty one to forty five. Nineteen forty, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think it'll be more familiar to us, so it'll be more palatable. So yeah, yeah we're um, we're down to rating it. Yeah. You you go first this time. Oof. Uh, unfortunately, I'm I'm gonna have to give this a six. Like um it's good. You know, it's it's still something that you can watch, particularly when it's on your HBO Max and you don't have anything else to watch. It is good action. It's Ray Fine's. Come on, Ray Fine's doing a lot of his own fight scenes, which is kind of super cool. But in the end, it's like it. You know, maybe like if, if you have like European viewers out there, 
if they appreciated the historical background around that, maybe that's the only thing missing. But yeah, it's like as a standalone movie for me, it was a bit lacking, but it's still entertaining in terms of of visuals and acting. How about you? I'll go with the five. All right, so it's still it's still in the good 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 grade. Uh, I didn't regret watching it, so I mm-hmm. I would recommend watching it. I mean, again, on context in context, it's context, HBO Max. Yeah. I'm already subscribed. I enjoyed it. I watched it with the wife, so we had fun, and it's good. I wouldn't have seen it in the theater. I mean, I would so have. That's, I would that's have, what I was. But I would have been more disappointed. See, that's the thing. So right. I was, you know, I think I was telling you guys during Christmas, like I would, I, I would have watched this in my night talk where I can have lunch or dinner while watching it. Uh, but I figured like I didn't want to risk COVID for, you know, a movie that I could wait for a little bit. So I would have been like, you, yeah, I would have been really disappointed if I've had a scene in theaters. Yeah, so I'm so lucky that I did. I still enjoyed it. Still don't regret watching it. But again, you know, comparing it to the pedigree, it's like, it's not up. It's not up there. Yes. Cool. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, that's it for our episode of Plus Six Three HP reviews. Again, please watch us on YouTube whenever you are able. Just type in youtube.com slash plus six three HP. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell so you know when any of our three shows drop. Uh, and you can enjoy those at your own uh, leisure. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our handle is at plus63HP. And if you don't want to watch us, you want to keep us on the background or just listen to us, we are available in every single major podcasting app that you would want to use. We particularly like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon. And again, as a reminder, next week, we will be finishing off episodes 8 to 10 of the Yellow Jacket Season 1. I will be doing a very quick no spoilers but the batman review i'm not listening about that i'm gonna spoil everything for everyone okay no spoilers review and uh our movie of the week next week an hbo max movie uh we're we're shifting gears like we we've done fantasy we've done period piece action we've done sci-fi now we're going to do just like a, a biopic a biopic. So King Richard, the father of Serena V. Williams, played by Will Smith. Actually, a really cool movie. So we'll discuss that next week. Mr. Box, your goodbyes. Again, thank you. Uh, I can't believe we've just hit 1,500 subs. So please, we need, uh, can't wait for you guys to um, comment more so we can keep discussing. And uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yep, thank you again to every single one of our 1,500 subscribers. We looking, we're looking forward to growing that community more. We're looking to talking with you more, so feel free to leave a like and a comment in every video or any video. We always are all up in that business. We always love commenting to the people that are in our community, um, and then we will look forward to seeing you in the next video. Thank you very much, and goodbye. Bye-bye.